Bouncing around. Drops! Think about Loa trying to make up for it. Fires for the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! The Crimson Tide will not be denied. Welcome back in to Second and 26, your dedicated Alabama podcast here on The Athletic. I'm your host, Aaron Suttles, Alabama beat writer for The Athletic. You can catch me on WJOX 94.5 Monday through Friday from 10 to 2. What's up, Alabama fans? How you guys been? It's been a minute um, since um, I recorded one of these podcasts. It's a slow time of year, but it, uh, things are some news starting to, to break back out, so we thought we'd hop on the mic and give you guys a podcast for the day. A lot of news going on. The Senior Bowl is happening down in Mobile right now. Nick Saban made his annual uh, pilgrimage down there. Meets you know you've always seen these pictures. Nick Saban, Bill Belichick hanging out in Lad People Stadium. Nick Saban's down there meeting with his guys who are participating in the Senior Bowl this week. That's Terrell Lewis and Anthony Jennings uh, down there, and uh, we saw Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma there. We'll get into Jalen. In just a minute, but um, this podcast is dedicated really about Burton Burns, and I think it says a lot that I don't even have to identify who Burton Burns is. An Alabama fan knows who Burton Burns is, and casual college football fans, some do, some don't, but uh, across the country, if you ask a casual college football fan who their running backs coach is, I, I don't know that they would be as recognizable as Burton Burns is to the Alabama fan. Burton Burns has been at Alabama since 2007. Nick Saban brought him to Tuscaloosa from Clemson. Uh, That's right, Burton Burns was at Clemson. And he went out and got Burton Burns and added him to his staff. And now Burton Burns is leaving the University of Alabama football program, and he's going to be the running backs coach for the New York Giants. He's going to get to coach Saquon Barkley. He's going to get to live in Manhattan or outside of Manhattan. So we're very happy for Burton Burns because Burton Burns wanted to coach again. And so I'm going to try to, uh, in a chronological way, tell you what happened with Burton Burns in terms of um, why he's not at the University of Alabama anymore. So Burton Burns, I mean, again, I don't have to identify him. He's the running backs coach. You you guys know who he's mentored, the guys he's put in the NFL. Uh, Glenn Coffey, Mark Ingram, Trent Richardson, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, um, TJ Yeldon, you know, names that you easily recognize. He produced two Heisman Trophy winners in Mark Ingram in 2009 and Derrick Henry in 2015. He produced another Heisman Trophy runner-up, and that was Trent Richardson. Uh, I don't know if – I can't remember if Trent was a runner. He was a finalist. Trent was a finalist. Um, I think that year RG3 won it and maybe Andrew Luck finished second. So Trent maybe finished third that year, but regardless, he was a Heisman finalist. So he's produced two Heisman winners and a Heisman finalist. And he was Alabama's running backs coach up until I believe 2018, 2017, 2018. He went off the field and they brought Joe Panunzio in to coach. They shifted him from tight ends. They moved him over to running backs coach. Um, Burton Burns was having some, you know, some mobility issues. He's played football. He's coached a long time. He's got knees. He's got hips that he wanted to get deal dealt with. And, and he did, and he needed to be off the field for that stuff to happen. And so Alabama moved him off the field and, you know, he was sort of created a position for him there where he kept his salary and he was in the program and he was around. 
Now, he obviously wasn't the on-the-field running backs coach, but he was around the program. And and then he got healthy, and he wanted to coach again. And Alabama's got a running backs coach. So Burton Burns is, is off to New York. I, I got to know Burton Burns' family a little bit. Not not much, but you know Nick Saban keeps his assistants off limits to the media. So uh, Burton knows me. Uh, we, we talk in passing, but I, I couldn't sit down and interview him. But I found him so fascinating. I found him so well-liked, so beloved within that football building that I asked him one day, hey, man, I would love to do a story on you. Um, I know you can't talk to me, but can I talk to your wife? Can I talk to your family? Can I talk to your friends? And Burton Burns said, absolutely. And so I, I talked with his wife, Connie, a lovely, lovely woman. I mean, the Burns family are incredible people. I mean, he's a good football coach. He's a great human being. His family are good people. And I got and just got to know him the way you do when you when you interview people and ask them about their lives or ask them to share part of themselves with you, you get to know them. And you know, it's happened several times in my career where I, I felt a genuine affection for one of my subjects that I covered. Burton Burns is one of those people. Like I wish him nothing but success. I'm sad that he's not in Tuscaloosa anymore. I'm sad that I won't see him in the hallway after press conferences or on the sideline after games. It's just a little bit of a bummer because Alabama lost a really good football coach, but they lost a better man. Burton Burns is a Hall of Fame person. And you got to know his whole story from his father um, to his his playing days in New Orleans. Uh, Burton Burns went to Nebraska to play running back. He had a knee injury, and then he got into coaching. He's just um, – it's a fascinating family. It's a really good family. And Alabama's going to miss him. And they're going to miss him because uh, of the type of person he is. Um, I had somebody tell me that um, they were near tears in that football building, you know, thinking about having to say goodbye to Burton Burns. Think about that. This is a transient business, right? I mean, college, the life of, of an assistant college football coach is pretty transient. I mean, you're, you're moving here and there. It's, it can be volatile. And so, you know, but you do build relationships with people and people really have an affection for Burton Burns and it's, it's well-deserved. He's a really good person, but in terms of what they're, what they're losing from the program, um, you know, he provided a connection into, into Louisiana. I mentioned he's from new Orleans. He could open doors there. I mean, those doors aren't going to close now that he's gone, but he was well-respected there. And I do find it a little odd that if he wanted to coach again, why Alabama couldn't create a, you know, give him the running backs coach. And let him coach. I I don't know because of because of the, the hips and the knees. I don't know how active he can be on a recruiting trail, and that's something that Nick Saban um, factors in when when hiring his assistant coaches. You have to be able to recruit, and so you know, maybe that was a limitation. And maybe maybe simply just coaching football was all that Burton wanted to do and could do due to the mobility issues. And so the National Football League makes a lot of sense because you don't have to go recruit. But man. It's it's going to be tough to think about watching Alabama football without Burton Burns um, around, at least under Nick Saban, because he was such an instrumental part, and they will greatly miss him. Alabama does have a new, looks like defensive line coach, um, Freddie Roach. You you guys remember him from two thousand two to two thousand five. He was a second team All SEC player. Was on that great two thousand five team that that sort of brought Alabama back to prominence for a little bit there in the mid two thousands when they were really struggling. Uh, he was an, an assistant strength and conditioning coach at Alabama. He went on to become a director of player personnel at Alabama. 
Then he moved. He wanted to make the move like a lot of guys want, upward trajectory in their careers. He went to South Alabama, was an on-the-field coach. And and then he went to Ole Miss. And it looked like he, he had just uh, almost sort of gotten a promotion at Ole Miss, was was named the director of recruiting or um, you know the main recruiter on that staff. And But he is now recruiting for Alabama. He's, he's There's been pictures of him in Alabama gear out recruiting. So um, that's a significant – detail because you're only allowed so many recruiters out on the road. You have to designate who your recruiters are. You can, in other words, you can't blanket the country. If you had 50 staff members, you can't put 50 guys on the road recruiting. Doesn't work that way. You have a certain number of guys that you can have out on the road recruiting and you can designate different guys. Say for instance, one of your coaches uh, was sick and couldn't go out recruiting or was going to be sidelined for um, an indefinite period of time, you can designate someone else who's passed the NCAA test, who knows the rules of recruiting, knows the bylaws and all that stuff, and you can put them out on recruiting. But but regardless, it was a one-for-one one trade. If one coach comes off, one coach can go on, but you're only allowed X number of recruiters. I don't know the number off the top of my head. But the fact that Freddie Roach is out recruiting tells me that uh, he's going he's gonna to have a position on this team. I, I would think that he's going to be the defensive line coach where he coached at Ole Miss. And I've been hinting sort of all year that Brian Baker would not be the defensive line coach. I didn't come out and say it, uh, but now it's per, you know the writing's on the wall in that regard. But you know I, I try to respect guys. They have a job to do. They have a family. Um, you know when the time comes, news will will come, and the, the time has come. You know Brian Baker's not going to be the defensive line coach. Uh, whether he remains with the program and, and moves into an off the field position, we'll see. I think it depends on his contract situation. If he signed a two year contract, Alabama's not going to. Not gonna just fire him and pay him a year. They'll they'll keep him around. Nick's having to fire really fire guys anyway, at least not publicly. So um, Freddie Roach is back. It's it's a it's a big thing. As Nick Saban said down in Mobile this week, Freddie's an Alabama guy. I think that means something. Um, he's a guy on your staff that played at Alabama. And off the top of my head, I I think he's the only one. Um, you're doing the numbers in my head. I'm I'm fairly certain he is. He's the only on-the-field assistant coach that played at Alabama. That means something. It means something that you can go into a, a, a high school in this state and you know what it's like to play Alabama high school football. You know that you've, you've worn the crimson. It means a lot to Freddie Roach. I'm really happy for Freddie that he gets to come back to Tuscaloosa. He's got a great family too. And he's a wonderful recruiter. You know, I think he's, uh, players respond to him. I think he's going to do a good job in, in that regard. And Nick Saban's always said when he hires a young guy, he likes to bring him into his staff, sort of watch him work, see what kind of work ethic he's got, see how bright he is. And then once once it's pretty evident that this guy's got the stuff, Nick Saban sort of, for lack of a better phrase, sends him out into the world, right? I want you to go get experience. Uh, maybe even make some phone calls for you and get you set up with a job. But he wants you to go out and sort of earn your stripes and get some experience. And then when he feels you're ready, he'll bring you back in. And this isn't the first time they've thought of – hiring Freddie Roach. Um, I think they thought about hiring him last year. But the timing was right for Freddie to come back this year. And a lot of people, and myself included, thought that this hire, if you were going to move Brian Baker out of that defensive line position, if you're going to move him off the field and you you had a vacancy, a lot of people, myself included, I'm not, I'm not going to take the easy way out on this. I thought, it was, I thought it was Bo Davis. Bo Davis is former Alabama defensive line coach, Ran into an NCAA issue where he was up against a show cause. He's been coaching with the Detroit Lions. You know, 
it's been evident for a while that Brian Baker was not going to be back as a defensive line coach. I thought they would move Bo Davis. But um, to my understanding, I'm not going to get into specifics of it, something with his contract with the Detroit Lions, maybe he couldn't get out of the contract. And maybe Alabama wasn't willing to buy him out of that contract. So re- regardless, Freddie Roach is um, is a, a really solid hire by Nick Saban. And I think um, at least in terms of recruiting and the way he relates to players, I think that's a plus for that defensive line in Alabama. Remember, there's a lot of young defensive guys on that on that Alabama defensive line. LeBron Ray is going to be the most uh, experienced guy. And he's coming off a foot injury. You know, I did the Alabama defensive line, or rather the Alabama offensive defense depth chart, sort of a first look at the depth chart for this next year. And I put I put LeBron Ray there. But there's no guarantee LeBron Ray is going to be able to be, be healthy. I remember he, he suffered a foot injury that I believe he first it kept him out at the start of fall camp, and then he hurt it after game three. So, you know, his health is going to be a big concern. But other than that, you know, Christian Barmore's been around the program a little bit. He hadn't ton of, played a ton of football. He got his most extensive action last year. Then you got all the freshmen you had last year. You know, uh, DJ Dale, Justin Aboigby, uh, Byron Young. Funarian Mathis is not a freshman, but he'll be relied on this year. A sort of guy hadn't played a ton of football. Um, uh, Ishmael Sopser is, a, is another young guy. So it's a Freddie's got some work to do with this group in terms of getting them seasoned and ready to play an SEC schedule, but. Um, a lot of people excited that Freddie Roach is back in the, the program. As far as more coaching news, a lot of people are, are wondering what's going on with Pete Golding. Um, there's a lot of discontent with Pete Golding, but um, in, in, in as far as any other positions, I, I would not expect anything until after National Signing Day. Now, something may leak or some somebody may get some information that Alabama's interested in so-and-so. But in terms of it, anything coming from Alabama, I, I would not expect anything until after signing day is over. And then you'll start to see some of these moves happen. Um, how many more are left to do? We don't know because Nick Saban hasn't said anything about Brian Baker. He just said um, – he was asked about Freddie Roach and basically said, listen, when there's something to announce about Freddie Roach, we'll announce it. Um, that's sort of the way that Nick Saban does it. He's very respectful of current coaches and the, the, the process of actually hiring someone. So we'll keep you up to date on – you know. I got I have a couple ideas that, that may potentially um, involve some turnover for the Alabama coaching staff, but until it plays out, we're just going to sit and watch, and, and then we'll react to it. I mentioned Jalen Hurts earlier. Uh, he was spotted with Nick Saban, and he even jumped in the the annual photo that Nick Saban does. Nick Saban goes down there, and he sees his guys, and he, he grabs all the guys that are participating in the senior bowl, and he takes a photo. They do it every year. And they took the one from this year with, you know, you had Terrell Lewis and uh, Anthony Jennings and uh, Jared Maiden down there. Now, Raekwon Davis had to pull out of the event due to his ankle. But those three guys, grab a picture with Nick Saban. It's, it's a nice recruiting tool. Look, this is you come play at Alabama, we're going we're gonna to try to develop you into a professional football player. We're going to get you to the Senior Bowl and wherever you want to be. So Nick Saban puts that out. And then they snapped another one with Jalen Hurts, which I thought was fun. There's a video of, of Nick Saban and sort of Jalen cutting it up a little bit and Nick Saban wanting a picture with Jalen. So I thought that was cool, the fact that you can hear Nick wanting a picture with Jalen, everything that Jalen's meant to the Alabama program. And obviously um, you guys have seen the the photo of the helmet that the Senior Bowl put out, which I thought was really cool. Jim Nagy, the executive director, had a custom helmet made with half the helmet was Alabama, half the helmet was Oklahoma, and they're going to they're gonna auction that off for the money going to charity, which I thought was really cool. But big week for Jalen Hurts down in Mobile in terms of his professional 
potential as a football player. You know, he gets asked where he wants to play, and he says, I'm a quarterback. And, you know, there aren't very many people who think he can play quarterback in the NFL, myself among them. But, you know, it's a, it's a different age. You know, we've seen success with Lamar Jackson. Um, we've seen success with Deshaun Watson as, as dual-threat quarterbacks. But you could argue that those both of those guys were more polished, more advanced passers than Jalen Hurts. But Jalen also said, you know what, I just want to help my team. So I, I do think Jalen will get drafted, and I think he'll be given an opportunity. And he's a guy that – big high-character guy. So when he gets in those interview rooms in the senior bowl, teams are going to love him. He's been through adversity. He's you know led a team back after being benched, as he did in last year's SEC championship game. So uh, there's a lot to like about Jalen Hurts, and they'll find a position for him, whether that position lies – at quarterback or H-back or tight end. We'll have to wait and see. But um, Jalen Hurts still has a lot of fans in Alabama, and a lot of fans are rooting for him in Senior Bowl and Mobile this week and in the game on Saturday. I want to thank you guys for listening to another Second and 26. We'll be back at you next week here on The Athletic. The Athletic.